Hi. Hello. Welcome. Oh, it's me. Right. Have Have <laughs> you heard the good news about Rush Limbaugh dying? <laughs> I legit. I was. I so I had this whole bit that I was gonna do where I was gonna be like, "Oh, have you heard the good news about Rush Limbaugh dying?" I mean, not that we would say that that's good news. It would be crass and rude to celebrate somebody dying so, and then bring up the fact that he had a whole segment dedicated to, to celebrating the gay men who died. Or not not celebrating the men. Celebrating the fact that the gay fact men that they, were dying of AIDS. Yep. So, okay. Here's why I bring it up. Because I think this is hysterical. And um, we've talked about my mother and how she is wildly funny and I love her very much. I texted Uh her (laughs) when I heard about Rush Limbaugh. I said, did you hear about Rush Limbaugh? And she said, no, what did he do? And I said, die. Point point blank. And she said, oh dear. (laughs) And then, and then, no, 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 it gets better. And then, and then she said, Dad's wondering if the stupidity and dishonesty killed him. And then he felt a little bad. <laughs> I love your mother. And then I, I said, and then he said, great. and then I said, and I th- then I said, he shouldn't feel bad. And then my mom said, cancer. And then I said, I know, it's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, also, my dad texted me tonight. I just love the interactions I have with my parents over text message. My dad texted me tonight. He said, are you safe and sound and out of the snow? And I texted mm-hmm. him a picture of me walking to the dining hall in the snow at that exact moment. And he said, just now? And I said, yes. And then I said, bitches gotta eat. That's <laughs> accurate. It has been... I noticed yesterday afternoon that it was starting to snow a little bit, and it's still snowing here. It's been like f- outside of Boston. flurries, um, but it's been really coming down for a while. Okay. Hi, I'm Kat, or oh. Dylan, and I use they/them pronouns. Yeah, right. We should introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Sophia. I use she/her pronouns. Um, do you have a podcast for this week that we're going to um, highlight? Let's highlight Do You Speak Music again? Well, I have, I they have are the one. the only podcast that I reached out to that got back to me. I, oh. I mean, I, it's a bigger, it's a much bigger yeah. podcast. The podcast we are highlighting this week for Black History Month, the Black Podcast. Also, I have another thing I want to talk about, um, that I would like everybody to go listen to, um, is Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer? She is a fat black stand-up comic who has a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me? She's been single for 10 years, and uh, it's sort of, you know, it's like a running joke. Why won't you date me? Oh, my chapstick just fell in my garbage can. That's sad. Um, But it's also sort of all about self-love and fat positivity, and it's really, really good, and fat black positivity, and I highly recommend everybody go listen to that podcast Uh, and this is also your friendly reminder from two I don't know if you're comfortable with the label of fat cat but I am but from two fat people that uh fat phobia is rooted in white supremacy and anti-blackness so absolutely 
Just your friendly um, reminder of that. It's not good news, but it is the news. Yeah. So just, you know, when you think about fat phobia in the world, just remind yourself that, God, I should take my meds. Hang on. Hold on. This is a new segment on the show called Sophia Takes Her Evening Medication. <laughs> Don't mind me while I do that. Um, cheers. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Um, I just, I was looking for us, right before we started, I was looking for a starting topic. Um, also, before we before we do that, um, I also think we should be using our platform to highlight other, to highlight small artists that we think people should listen to. And I think everybody should go stream. Um, she is an Irish singer, an Irish artist, a black Irish singer. Uh, her name is Spider, S-P-I-D-E-R, and her song is called Water Sign. And I messaged her on Instagram and asked if I could talk about her song. She is completely independent. She has no label anything behind her. It's a really, really good song. I found it on TikTok. I highly recommend everybody go listen to it. And I asked her if I could talk about it on the podcast um go listen to it we should be using our platform to help other small creators we're not getting anything from it no cross promotion no nothing but go listen to it go listen to why won't you date me with nicole buyer she's amazing everybody should be more i mean i don't know it's weird i don't want to get into my whole thing with like body positivity i think we should all just move towards radical body acceptance because I don't need to feel positive about my body all the time. My body does what it needs to do, and that's important. But we don't yeah. have to talk about that. Um, that's for a different time. If we want to have a podcast where we talk about social issues, that's a whole a whole different can of worms. We would have a lot to say. Um, we have a lot of opinions. I don't know if you guys have gathered that. Um, you could probably get that from the first 50 seconds of this episode. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But we have a lot of opinions. Um, I was going to say, I'm trying to remember their name. Um, so there is a person who is pretty well known right now on... Nope, stop. I'm trying to mute my phone. There's a person right now who's pretty well known on TikTok for doing um, genders of the week. Oh... Um, which is yeah. a lot of fun. Um, and they make music. And it's I've been listening to it recently. And it's really good. And I'm trying to find them. Find. Oh, here we go. Uh, they're at Humble Tortoise on yeah. TikTok. Um, they are known for the genders of the week uh, thing that they do every week. Where they come up with a bunch of genders, which can be submitted. But they also make really good music that I've been listening to recently under the name Witch Hazel on Spotify. Um, all of their songs have less than a thousand listens. So I would highly recommend checking them out. I really enjoy their music. Um, should we yeah. Should we change the middle bit from talking about a story to again i like when we have our business meetings in the middle in in our during our podcast yeah but should we put should we have the middle bit middle bit the middle bit just be about highlighting other content creators yeah that would be great i like that that's fun that's fun um also 
I think we could I've, also we could do a silly headline and d- just not acknowledge it. Yeah, f- fuck and it. And then why not? get into uplifting people. Fuck it. Why not? Also, I would just like to say sorry for my fuck up last week with the Lunar New Year. Just want to acknowledge that my yeah. dumb. Sorry education. that last week's episode. I don't know if you noticed. Last week's episode went up on Wednesday because I well, had a migraine on Sunday and Monday, listen, and so I edited it at t- Tuesday night. <laughs> Listen, it, whatever. It's been Do you, a time. Okay. Oh, 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 <laughs> It's magic? <laughs> no, no, no. This is, this is good news about both the show, because it, it is an integral part of the show, mm-hmm. um, but also because eventually when we do become famous because of this, we are going to have merchandise um, about the clicky clacky keyboard sounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> I I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm very excited. Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> I got a mechanical keyboard. <laughs> yes. For them, them clicky clacks. Well, not just not for the podcast, but because it makes me feel more productive when I use a mechanical keyboard. That. Um. I have to look up what the article, I have to find it. Um, I feel like, okay, I have a backup in case we're talking about the same thing. Because I feel like, I feel like this week we might be. Okay. So you, I, but I want you to go first. Okay. Um, where the fuck? There we go. But wait, hang on. Listen to it though. That is, that is excellent. <laughs> it makes me, it's very makes me really, really, really happy. Um, um, okay, I so literally, there are so many different versions of talking about this. Okay. I have to figure out which one I want to do. Okay. I found the one that I will talk about. Okay. But it might be the same one as yours. So we might. Is yours? Let's, let's see. Let's play 20 questions. But actually, like, three questions. Is yours about science? It is about science. Um, there are two things that your article could be about. Okay. Um, do, sh- shall I start my article? Mm-hmm. Um, we might not be talking about the same thing. We might be, but we might not be. Because there's two very exciting science things that have just happened. Um... Uh, scientists clone the first U.S. endangered species. That is not my article. Is that yours? Yeah. Mine's about the other very exciting science thing. So we're talking about nice. science this it's week. It's a science week. It's a um, science week. This is from week. NBC News. I did hear, I did see that, I did see this article this, like, this morning. And yeah. my brain went, huh, that's cool. And then, like. <laughs> yeah. Because I saw it on one of my meme pages, and instead of doing what I normally do with articles, or I saw it in a, in like meme format, so it didn't process mm. that it was like an actual article that I could talk yeah. about, and so I didn't. I wasn't like, oh my god, fuck, that's like news that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about the other cool science thing, but we'll get to, yeah. we'll get to my thing. Um, yeah. So this is this article so, comes to us. Cat, from- we're so close though. I feel like yeah. if it was gonna be any week, I feel like it could have been this week. Yeah. I'm um, gonna put my big keyboard away though because it's taking up a lot of space. Understandable. Um, so this article comes to us from NBC News. 
Um, it is by the Associated Press. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, scientists cloned the first U.S. endangered species, a black-footed ferret. It's a fa- I just love from- that it's a fucking... Can I- Wait, hang Have on. you seen the picture? She's so cute. <laughs> She's so cute. Here's my thing about... Okay. Here's my thing about... <laughs> what... I just I haven't even said the subhead title. <laughs> Here's my thing about my thing about cloning. Mm. Um wait, what was I gonna say? Are you Fuck. gonna talk about Dolly? Um Oh was I gonna talk about no. My thing about cloning is uh it's gone. Um no Oh, I was going to talk about how people clone their, like, people clone their dog. Yeah, that's, that's wild <laughs> and messed it makes, up. It makes me very uncomfortable. Like, cloning for, for why, the purposes of, like, scientific discovery or oh, stem cell research. I'm sorry. Or, I have, um, I have an article pulled up and it's, it's got a video with it and it started playing <laughs> preserving endangered species these are all great uses of cloning sorry um cloning your pet is like there's already like a zillion animals in shelters that you could adopt instead i'm um i don't know if you're gonna keep in the fact that i've i'm pushing through my wall of covid sleepies Mm -hmm. which is my only remaining symptom after having recovered from having covid Mm -hmm. is that i hit a wall sometimes and if I push through it, I get into this. I've I've now, once I push through it, I get into loopy stage. Mm-hmm. But there was a, I did say, the video playing is about my article, which is about perseverance. And it was about, and people started cheering and it legitimately scared me. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can check what my heart rate is now. My heart rate is at 121 beats per minute. <laughs> Um, it legitimately scared me. No, I think pe- people who cl- first of all, you have to be fucking rich as fuck to be able to clone your pet because it's yeah. like sixteen thousand dollars. How would you whistle without it just being air noise in your mic? Like, I don't know. I feel like you'll be able. To, I feel like you'll be able to pick that up. I don't wind noises. Sorry. I feel like you're I feel like it'll be picked up better than you think it is. I don't know. Editing yeah. cat will tell us. Um Yeah. Yeah, but cloning your pets is one of them ridiculous, stupid rich people things. You know, why did they start with a sh- why did they start money? with a sheep? I'm wondering though. Is there a reason? Um Like the first animal to be cloned was a sheep, but why yeah. not start with something like biologically simpler you know i don't actually uh, know I, okay wait i bet they did i do know that the the I sheep was named was dolly the first mammal to be cloned wait hang on first and no not slamimal to be cloned it, it does say dolly the sheep interesting um maybe because um things that are biologically simpler it's harder to get 
to sell stuff. I don't know. Like they don't have like oh my they God. specifically it's cloned fair. the mammary gland of a sheep capable of reproduction. So like hmm. perhaps it had to do with that. Okay, let's keep let's keep reading. Continue. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm the article. Sorry. No worries. This is this is gonna be an episode. Um, <laughs> scientists clone the first U.S. endangered species. A black-footed ferret was duplicated from the genes of an animal that died She's more so than thirty cute. years ago. She's so cute. She's so cute. She's I highly recommend you go look her up. Her name is Elizabeth Ann. <laughs> She's so cute. She is the first cloned black-footed ferret and the first ever cloned U.S. endangered species at fifty days old on January. Oh, this is picture was taken when she was fifty days old on January twenty-ninth, twenty twenty-one. Um, I can't. This article came out February 18th, 2021 by the Associated Press on NBCNews.com. There's videos <gasps> from the U.S. I'm on an article from CNN. There's videos from the U.S. Fish and Wild, from U.S. Fish and Wildlife. Yeah. They're the um, ones, I guess, who are taking care of her or who cloned her or both. Oh, my um, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is... I was so happy to see this. Um, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Scientists have cloned the first U.S. endangered species, a black-footed ferret duplicated from the genes of an animal that died over 30 years ago. The slinky predator named Elizabeth Ann. That is how I would like to be described. (laughs) Uh, Born December 10th and announced Thursday is is cute as a button. But watch out, unlike the domestic ferret foster mom who carried her into the world, she's wild at heart. Uh, you might have been handling a black-footed ferret kit, and then they try to take o- take your finger off the next day. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service black-footed ferret recovery coordinator Pete Gober said Thursday. Oh, she's holding wait. Her own. Hold on. What a perfect name for a ferret man. <laughs> Pete Gober. U.S. You, Fish and Wildlife Service Black-Footed Ferret Recovery Coordinator. That is a job title. <laughs> what do you do? I'm a Black-Footed Ferret Recovery Coordinator. Yeah. That's a long business card. And my name is Pete Gober. God, it's perfect. Like, if he had another name, if his name was, like, Drew... I don't know. I can't think of a last name. Fantasy name generator.com. No, Flint. I'm joking. <laughs> Drew Flint. I don't know. That's just not... Pete yeah. Gober, though, <laughs> it's perfect. Oh my, oh I can't. I I fucking. She's so cute. I'm literally gonna have an aneurysm. I legit. <laughs> I keep so I opened the article yesterday. I found the article yesterday when the article came out, and I kept accidentally seeing it when I was going through my tabs in Chrome. And every time I did, I was like. <laughs> Because I, I would just see her legitimately cute little face. Ca- I legitimately, her, I just want to look her at pictures. Little of, nose. I'm gonna look at just pictures of black-footed ferrets now. Um, oh my god, they're really cute. Um, anyway, they're really uh, cute. She oh. she is a wild animal. Um, also, and don't even okay, though she quick disclaimer. Yes, not disclaimer. Just quick PSA: Don't fuck mm. around with wild animals. Yeah. I will come if you fuck around with a wild animal. I will come and fuck around i will come i will come fuck you up that's it's interesting um her so she she is a clone so she comes from the cells of wild animals but she was birthed by a foster mom or like a a surrogate who was a domestic ferret 
Um, so when she was first born, she was with a domestic ferret, but she's still a wild animal and she acts like a wild animal, which is really interesting. Um, oh, that's cool. You might have been handling a black-footed ferret kit and then they try to take your finger off the next day. She's very much holding her own. Elizabeth Ann was born and is being raised at Fish and Wildlife Service Blackfooted Ferret Breeding Facility in Fort Collins, Colorado. She's a genetic copy of a ferret named Willa, who died in 1988 and whose remains were frozen in the early days of DNA technology. Good for her. Um, not to be that guy, but I, many moons ago, cat sit for not your current cats but your previous cat who was getting up there in years noah and your mother <laughs> when did my mother tell you for care did of my this mother cat, tell you if he dies if he dies him- just stick him in the freezer she would i was god. like nine <laughs> god uh, it's a- this should this should get filed under the under examples. I love your mother so much. I talk about my mother being a wild and chaotic woman a lot. <laughs> I had believe I have mentioned that before. I think no example better exemplifies that than telling a nine year old to if they come across a dead cat in the house that they are cat sitting. Yeah, who are they? Who they are in charge of caring for? I mean, it wouldn't have been your fault. Like, yeah. First of all, Noah was one an old cat, and two he had feline AIDS. Like <laughs> he's an old dying cat. Like not your fault. Oh God, what is back there? It's a water bottle. I'm a mess. There's so much stuff here. Um, it would not have been your fault had he died under your care. But for the mm-hmm. the fact that my mom's <laughs> the fact that my mom is like, if he dies, just. Put him in the freezer. I love your mother. You probably would have called your mom and your mom would have put him in the freezer. Oh, absolutely. Actually, my mom would not have. Your dad probably would have. My mom would have called backup. <laughs> um, um, yeah. God. But that's what they did with Willa. The I'm sure they didn't just throw her into a random freezer in 1988. Good I'm for sure. Willa, though. Yeah. Um, okay, black-footed ferrets. Uh, I'm looking at pictures of them. They're cute as so fuck. fucking cute. I mean, don't keep one as a pet. I want a domestic ferret as a pet. Ferrets no. are really, really cute. They're, they're just like long. No- they're like long noodles. Um, I don't think this episode ever made it to air, but there was an episode where we were talking about no, a ferret, did. and we tried. Okay, the it's one where episode. we um. We tried to explain what a ferret looked like to somebody who had never seen a ferret before. Well, so our second episode, our second episode ever, is about the person who trained their ferret to hang out in their backpack and then went hiking across a bunch of mountains. Okay. I couldn't remember if that was one of the lost episodes or not. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cloning episodes. eventually could bring back extinct species such as passenger pigeon, such as the passenger pigeon. For now, the technique holds promise for helping endangered species, including a Mongolian wild horse that was cloned and last summer born at at a Texas facility. Goodness. Uh, Biotechnology and genomic data can really make a difference on the ground with conservation efforts, said Ben Novak, lead scientist with Revive and Restore, a biotechnology-focused conservation nonprofit. 
that coordinated the ferret and horse clonings. There's a lot of long titles in this. That's a fucking (laughs) sentence. This is like when I um, tried to just say the name of the French puppeteer school. Bro, I'm going to have so much trouble when I talk about perseverance in the next (laughs) when I read my fucking article. Um, Black-footed ferrets are a type of weasel easily recognized by dark eye markings resembling a robber's mask. Charismatic and nocturnal, they feed exclusively on prairie dogs while living in the midst of the rodents' sometimes vast burrow colonies. While living in the midst of their colonies. That's that's some Among Us shit. (laughs) I want a... That would be a terrible Pixar movie. (laughs) Just um, would it would it be from the ferret's perspective or the prairie dog's perspective? Oh god, it would be probably if it was going to be a Pixar movie, it would be from the prairie dog's perspective, and the black-footed ferret would be the villain. Mm. But it would that would not be a good message because then people would be against black-footed ferrets. Yeah, they are an endangered species, and prairie dogs, while they prairie dogs equally cute, not an endangered species. Yeah. Prairie dogs, I believe, are quite abundant. Make a Pixar movie about the life cycle, really emphasizing the uh, the need for uh, uh, the circle of life and for everyone to die eventually, and also like preserving populations. <laughs> make a make one about how um, deer are the rats of the forest. Um, uh, that is a hot. T- that is a shockingly hot take. It shouldn't be. Um, what about squirrels? Okay, f- squirrels, but squirrels aren't like severely overpopulated. Like deer are so detrimental to forest ecology to the point where like I don't care about them. <laughs> Sorry. I don't care. Hot take. I don't care about deer. Sorry. Hot take. I don't care if you go out and kill a couple deer. Go for it. You want to bop, bop, bop a couple deer? Um, <laughs> a hard, I feel like I'm going to stand this feel like, episode. I feel like this is going to come. This is going to come back to haunt me. Like, I'm going to have to. explain why you're anti overpopulation of deer no 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 like okay here's the thing like you know okay you know like youtuber apologies Mm -hmm. when they've like tweeted something and it comes up from their past i feel Mm -hmm. like three four years down the line people are gonna find this old episode of the podcast and be like Mm -hmm. sophia hates the environment and i'm gonna be like yo dog read a read a scholarly article for like just like you know, because like I have some reading because like I've done I, I literally did a deer density population study for like one of my college classes. Mm-hmm. And it's true. They're the rats of the forest. They destroy um, tree populations. Go look it up. The I'm reason gonna... like the, and the reason is because because us Stupid colonizers came in and were like, wolves are bad, so we're going to kill all of them because they suck. Um, And now deer are everywhere. And also, deer kill a lot of people every year because they're stupid and dumb and they run in traffic. 
So what I'm hearing is we need a Pixar movie about the importance of wolves and black-footed ferrets in order to encourage them hunting lower things on the food chain, which are becoming overpopulated. Bingo. Um, Stop getting drawn in by charismatic megafauna. Um, just deer are pretty. Briefly. But wouldn't it be so much more special if you saw a deer like once in a blue moon or whatever? Like once every I still, like... I understand that deer are terrible, but every time I see, see a deer, I'm still like, oh, a deer. Okay, but you didn't live on the side of the circle that bordered the forest. That's I true. would see deer every like three to four days. They would just come traipsing through. And every well, single. We had some deer that lived in our bushes somehow. <laughs> every single time, Gigi would go absolutely fucking nuts for like oh. three hours. Because <laughs> all she wanted to do was chase the deer and she would okay. never get them. Deer are, very, of deer. deer are very pretty, but I wish there were less of them because um, they're, they hurt of, other populations of animals in the forest. I'll shut up now. Speaking of deer and dogs, um, my dog, when he was much older and much blinder, several times would go out there. But because he wasn't loud and angry at the deer, the deer wouldn't notice him until he was right up on them. And we were <laughs> so afraid that he would notice the deer and startle them into hurting him. But he was so blind and a little bit out of it at that point in his life that he would just kind of stumble past them and they would just kind of like notice him and then take a wide walk around him and it was the funniest thing they knew they knew um anyway, anyway back to black-footed ferrets we should get a t-shirt that just says anyway dot 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 back to the article that's what um, we should get a t-shirt of uh tangents only network baby um <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where I am. Oh, even before cloning, black-footed ferrets were a conservation success story. They were thought extinct. Victims of habitat loss as ranchers shot and poisoned off prairie dog colonies that made rangelands less suitable for cattle. Until a ranch dog named Shep brought a dead one home in Wyoming in 1981. Scientists gathered the remaining population for a captive breeding program that has released thousands of ferrets at dozens of sites in the western U.S., Canada, and Mexico since the 1990s. That dog. Imagine that you're a farmer and your dog brings home some prey and it's a ferret that everybody thought was extinct. (laughs) (laughs) I, if it was my dog. You discovered the, this uh, species that we all thought was extinct. And you killed <laughs> And you murdered it. What's the dog's name? Um Shep. Good boy. I mean not for not for killing it, but for re- I guess rediscovering that it wasn't yeah. dead. A good boy. Did you Listen, see Listen, Shep was just doing his job, this which was quick. hunting did small mammals. See, did you see that article? This is a while ago. Um, about there was some like bird in I forget what country, like Southeast Asia, that hadn't, like, thought to have been extinct because it hadn't been spotted in, like, 150 years. Mm -hmm. And so scientists spotted it for the first time on some, like, stationary bird cameras. Turns out, population thriving. They just (laughs) had found, like, a pocket where, like, literally nobody had been to. Nice. Good for the birds, I guess. Yeah. 
Uh, lack of gi- genetic diversity presents an ongoing risk for these ferrets. All ferrets reintroduced so far are descendants of just seven closely related animals. Genetic similarity that Jeebus, makes today's Jeebus. ferrets potentially susceptible to intestinal parasites. Parasites. <laughs> parasites. And diseases such as sylvatic plague. Willa could have passed along her genes the usual way, too, but a male born to her named Cody didn't do his job, quote unquote, and her lineage died out. That bitch didn't fuck. Maybe he was just gay. He didn't want to create babies. A a Um, gay ferret. I mean, do we know if it's, do we know if ferrets are one of the... I don't know. Mm. Um, When Willa died, the Wyoming Game and Fish Department sent her tissues to a frozen zoo run by the San Diego Zoo... Run by Reddit, San Diego Zoo Global. Can ferrets be gay? Um, <laughs> I'm looking knows? it up. Um, wait, but this is actually very interesting. The Wyoming Game and Fish Department sent her tissues to a frozen zoo run by San Diego Zoo Global that maintains cells from more than 1,100 species and subspecies worldwide. Eventually, scientists may be able to modify those genes to help cloned animals survive. That's cool. It's inconclusive. Okay. Good to know. Um, But um, them and Walt Disney's head, I guess. No comment. (laughs) Um, With these cloning techniques, you can basically freeze time and regenerate those cells, Gober said. We're far from it now as far as tinkering with the genome to confer any genetic resistance, but that's a possibility in the future. Cloning makes a new plant or animal by copying the genes of an existing animal. Texas-based Viagen, a company that clones pet cats for $35,000 and dogs for $50,000, cloned a Pretzwalski's horse, a wild horse species from Mongolia, born last summer. That's cool. Ancient horses... Um, Old boys. Similar <laughs> similar to the black-footed ferret, the 2,000 or so surviving Pezwalski's horses are descendants of just a dozen animals. Viagen also cloned Willa through coordination by Revive and Restore, a wildlife conservation organization focused on biotechnology. Besides cloning, the nonprofit in Sausalito, California, promotes genetic research into impl- periled life forms raising, ranging from sea stars to jaguars. Oh, that's fun. From she- sea star. I was like, that was fun to so, say. Let me say so it again. Close. Immediately fumble. So close. Uh, ranging from sea stars to jaguars. Uh, how can we a- how can we actually apply some of those advances in science for conservation? Because conservation needs more tools in the toolbox. That's our whole motivation. Cloning is just one of the tools, said Revive and Restore co-founder and executive director Ryan Phelan. Phelan. Elizabeth Ann was born to, to a tame domestic ferret, which avoided putting a rare black-footed ferret at risk. Uh, two unrelated domestic ferrets were also born by cesarean section. A second clone didn't survive. Mm. Hmm. Elizabeth Ann and future clones of Willa will form a new line of black-footed ferrets that will remain in Fort Collins for study. There currently are no plans to release them into the wild, said Gober. Novak, the lead scientist at Revive and Restore, calls himself the group's passenger pigeon guy for his work to someday bring back the once common bird that has been extinct for over a century. 
Cloning birds is considered far more challenging than mammals because of their eggs. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I guess because you can't put it into a... You can't just stick it in some close relative's uterus. You can't just stick it in something, yeah. You can't stick it into a close relative's uterus. Mm -mm. Um, I mean, you could put it in... You'd have to... I guess you'd have to get an egg of a close relative, remove the baby, and put your baby in there. Or you'd have to simulate an egg-like environment for the 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 baby to grow. Uh, What was I watching the other day about Jurassic Park? No, I haven't seen Jurassic Park in a long time. You know what's ridiculous about Jurassic Park? Everything? Apart from all of it, but especially ridiculous that they got all those dinosaurs from one mosquito? Huh. Wasn't it? Oh, wow. I thought... Huh. Nope. You're you're not wrong. That is... They would have one dinosaur. We're one dinosaur type. Yeah. Literally. And they couldn't go back and use any of the fossils because it's fossil. So there's no DNA. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, they, they right? They would have they would have one dinosaur type, but they got and and yet they got Stegosaurus and Triceratops. Which is not a dinosaur. Stegomasaurus. Stegomasaurus. Tyrannosaurus. Rex. They got Brexit. <laughs> My favorite dinosaur? Brex- they got Brexitsaurus. Um, uh, Cutting birds is considered far more challenging than animals be- than mammals. <laughs> because of their eggs. Yet Egg. the group's projects even include trying to bring back a woolly mammoth. A creature extinct for thousands of years. What the fuck? Man, what I wouldn't give to see a woolly mammoth ha- in wait, real life. hold on. Oh, I guess they w- might have DNA of a woolly mammoth, right? Because yeah, Frozen? Yeah. I'm I not, the mu- not the movie Frozen, but... <laughs> you know, because of Disney's Frozen and Frozen well- 2, we can now clone woolly mammoths. <laughs> Do you think... Okay, here's an... It- Whoa, hold on. <laughs> now we're getting into some sci-fi bullshit already <laughs> hold up let's see they got they got that motherfucker's dna right which motherfucker let's see do you, you the like you know i do not do you not know about let's see no. He's like the oldest dude. No, it's not. <laughs> this old, old man. <laughs> Sorry, I can't believe I just described him as like the oldest dude. That's not at all. He's called, he's the Iceman. Hang on. Lucy? No. Utsi, the Iceman. How do you not know about Utsi? He's a mummy. Okay, 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 okay. He born. Okay, I'm on his Wikipedia page. I can't believe you don't know about Utsi. You're taller than him. 
Oldest fun mummy. Fact about fun, fun me. fact. Oldest. He is the oldest mummy from the copper. The oldest mummy of a copper age European man. Hmm. And he died up in the, oh. the Alps. And he was like buried in snow. In cold land. For like thousands of years. He died between 3400 and 3100 BCE. This is an old mother. This is an old motherfucker. When I say old. And he was found in 1991. So this is an old motherfucker. Could they clone like yeah. Utsi? Why would I you don't know want if they to? Can clone. Oh, that'd be so freaky. Men. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought about it. It's gonna make me vomit. Change the subject. Move on. I don't know why. Oh, I just got really squicked out by it. Oh, You're can valid. you imagine? Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about it more, and I don't like it. Okay. Oh. Um. Instead, wait, no, wait. I want to think about it more. Oh. I wait. don't know if they can clone men. Would they have to t- t- take the DNA from like, you know? No. 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 That's not. That's not how that's not how cloning works though, right? I don't know. How does cloning This is just proving we don't know a lot about cloning. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like every time I've heard of a creature being cloned, it was a female creature. Oh, oh you make a can you clone? While you do that, I'm gonna finish up this article. Uh, the seven-year effort to clone a black-footed ferret was far less theoretical, he said, and shows how biotechnology can help a con- conservation now. In December, Novak loaded, a ca- loaded up a camper and drove to Fort Collins with his family to see the results firsthand. I absolutely had to see our beautiful cl- clone in person. There's just nothing, Novak said, there's just nothing more incredible than that. That's That sounds awesome. I highly recommend that you look up pictures of Elizabeth Ann. She's so cute. There's videos, apparently. Um, yeah. And she's very cool. I think... Wait. Human cloning is possible, theoretically. Yes, it is theoretically possible. Has it happened? Um, I don't... Not that we know of. It was deemed unethical. <laughs> why was my... Fr- I know Why? But explain it to me. I'm looking at a video of her right now, and she she <laughs> wriggle. Explain for those who might not know. Explain it to me. Explain what? Why human cloning is unethical? I don't actually know. I just <laughs> listen. You know why I know that? It's because I read a sci-fi book about clones, and the research was super duper top secret because it was deemed unethical, and so it was like made illegal. And their their um, cool, creepy science lab was shut down by the government. And the main character's mom rescued all the clones and put them all up for adoption all over the world. Listen, the thing, I feel like it's on the thing. I feel like it. Oh, hold on. My brain's trying to my brain's trying to process it. Hold on. I feel like unethical because consent, you know? Yeah. Because you also have, like, you have to get consent from the person who was being cloned. Why? Okay, wait. Why is cloning illegal? Define human clones as human asexual reproduction accomplished. 
I can't read this. This is too much. Too if much. If somebody wants to explain to us on Twitter how cloning works. I, I, I sent us a DM on Twitter. So if you look on our Twitter, it's from me. Ah. You don't have to drink pickle juice. We said that would happen. Why is cloning unethical? But explain it to me quickly. Human reproduction condemned primarily for the psychological, social, and physiological risks associated with cloning. Because the risks associated... Oh, it's associated with loss of life for both the person carrying the clone and the clone itself. Ah! Listen, this is some sci-fi fucking bullshit. Don't clone Utsi. That's really bad. That would that's freaking me out. I can't look at that any longer. Don't clone that dude. I forgot I put my bedtime into my Google Calendar. Man, I wow. Um I'm gonna yeah, look at pictures so that's of cloning. I'm gonna look at pictures of Elizabeth Goodness, Ann. She's so cute. She's really cute. She doesn't squick me out. She baby. She's baby. She's really cute. Um, what species, if any species that you've heard of, could be cloned to be brought back? Like any extinct or near extinct species could be cloned to be brought back. Which species would you want it to be? I don't know. I think dodo birds are pretty dumb. It's <laughs> a really bad reason for wanting something to come back. <laughs> Stupid. It's a really, really bad reason for wanting something to come back when, you know, we've done so much fucking destruction to the world and we should probably bring back some of those. Um, my And yet, it, the only one, honestly, it was the only one I could think of, but also they're kind of big and dumb. No, I honestly think like black rhinos if we could you know mm. again if we could clone. i just googled um extinct animals wait, 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 wait. that no what are rhinoceros extinct certain species of them yes okay because this just says rhinoceros like bla- the black rhinoceros yes yeah Extinct in the, a lot go. of it, a bunch of animals are extinct in the wild. So if they talk about um, animals, like black rhinoceros, there are some in captivity, but I believe they are now extinct in the wild. Uh, bring back saber-toothed cats and release them on the deer population. Yes! I don't see a problem with this. evolutionarily prepared to deal with New England. Saber-toothed cats? Yeah. I I Are beg they? to differ. They're yeah. Well, I don't what was the range of saber tooth? They're a, they're a, they they their range was like um I believe like uh, range 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 of saber tooth cats. Range of saber tooth tiger. They were okay. Nah, I was wrong. Okay. This is from kidsfeed.com. Of a truly reputable source. 
What am I looking for? I'm looking okay, for... Okay, okay. In South America, the saber-toothed tiger lives mostly in the western side of the Andes mountain range. Chile, Ecuador, and Peru. Oh, in North America, no. they lived in California. Oh, come on. They could totally live in New England. Um, there's also um, Smilodons, which I guess are a type of saber-toothed cat. Oh, come, lived in yeah, North come and on. South America, blah, 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 blah. Plant eating a- they lived where plant-eating animals lived, such as pine forests, grasslands, and shrubby areas. Come on. Release some saber-toothed cats into the come woods on, come behind on, and it, Come on, cat. And if they can clone a woolly mammoth, we can recreate Ice Age. <laughs> Just release a woolly mammoth and a saber-toothed cat into the woods behind your house in the middle of winter and just see what happens. <laughs> Maybe give them a human baby to protect. And we have to give them a sloth. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, giant who sloths. Who was that one actor from from The 100 who looks like a sloth? Oh my god. <laughs> he I played was... Murphy? I think so. I was trying to on... dig into my my cursed hidden The 100 knowledge i was once on um one of his live streams when we were both really into that show and i commented richard Harmon. that's who it is i commented that he looks like sid the sloth and he was with one of the other actors from the show i commented i was like hey i mean this in the nicest way possible but you look like sid the sloth from ice age and he read that and his friend took one look at him and he was like, man, you do look like Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. Phenomenal. Became, it became a thing for a while. He yeah. does. If you Google him, he does look. In the nicest way possible, he does look like Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. He does. He does. In the nicest way possible. I don't mean it as an insult. He looks like Sid the Sloth. It was like, I saw this TikTok of... Somebody commented on this person's TikTok and was like, hey, I mean this as a compliment in literally the nicest way possible, but you look like the dragon from Shrek. Oh, my God. I think you sent me that TikTok. That's... Listen, if somebody ever told me I looked like the dragon from Shrek, compliment taken. Um, Point fucking blank. Literally. If you ever see our faces, please tell us what non-human cartoon character you oh, look God. like. I don't know. Why are you... My cat just reached into a, a trash bag and pulled out a chip. Oh, I see. She pulled out a chip bag and is trying to lick it. <laughs> Stop that. Um, Who voiced... What was his name in Ice Age? Ray Romano. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know Ray Romano was Manny, but what was the sloth's name? Funny. Not the sloth. Um, The Ice cat. Age cast. I'm looking it up. Not Scrat. Diego was Dennis Leary. Interesting. I know nothing about Dennis Leary. Do we like him? He's we... a man. Do we do we like Dennis Leary? I don't know. Has Dennis Leary done anything terrible? Oh, he's Irish. Good for him, I guess. He's from Worcester, Massachusetts. He's from Worcester? 
I googled um, uh, Dennis <gasps> Leary controversy, oh. and apparently he stole some jokes in the nineties. He he what? He stole some jokes in the nineties. Oh, okay, wait, wait, okay, okay. Now I know who Dennis Leary is. I didn't know his. I didn't recognize his face, and then I looked at his face, and I'm like, oh, I know who He's this in. Oof. He's in a bunch of stuff. And Ray, we know Ray Romano. Ray Romano's um Dennis Leary fine. also in wrote a book uh called Why We Suck and said that autism is caused by bad parenting. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Mm. Um Dennis. 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 Oh, sorry. Uh, Leary later stated that 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 the quote was taken out of context. Mm. He was saying that kids are diagnosed with autism when really they're just being ignored by their parents, which isn't Dennis. 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 He did apologize eventually. Okay. Dennis, what? Okay, wait, wait. Why is the second thing when you Google Ray Romano is are Kevin James and Ray Romano friends? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> why are we talking about icing? Just <laughs> why are we talking about Ice Age? Oh, because we want to clone a saber tooth cat. Why are we talking about Ice Age? Because cloning. Because of cloning. Because we want to clone a saber-toothed cat and a woolly mammoth and a, an extinct species of sloth and recreate Ice Age. And a baby. I like how the the baby was voiced by Tara Strong. Jack Black was in Ice Age? Wait, what? Jack Black played one of the sloths in Ice Age. Zeke. Huh. Have you been on Jack Black's TikTok? That man is unhinged. Yeah, it's in like a very wild good like I love it. I very much appreciate it. Um, um should we okay. move? let us move into the middle bit. Oh, I'm going to read a headline. We are not going to discuss the we, headline. I have a thing I want to talk about real quick. Okay. Um, do you know about Governor Baker's companion policy for vaccination? No. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Um we won't talk about it too quick, but we can I'll we'll pick we'll pick one of these to read from the Boston Globe and so so the companion policy. Baker, Governor Baker of Massachusetts has this policy that if you can find somebody over 75, any random person over 75 and Go with them to their appointment to get vaccinated. You can also get a free vaccine. I... <laughs> Which theoretically works, but when your vaccine rollout plan is so shit to begin... Like, the two <laughs> biggest vaccination sites in Massachusetts are Foxborough, Gillette, or Gillette Stadium, and Worcester. And oh. our town is getting 100 doses a week... And Brookline, which, by the way, has a population three or four times the size of our town, is also getting 100 doses a week. Well, you know why that is. Um. I, I just, like, 
Okay, so that is the companion appointment, and it's anybody over 75. So people are basically selling their, they're basically selling their, their, like, their rides for, like, $100, $200, $300 on um, Craigslist as, like, a plus one to, like, drive them to their appointment to, so they can also get vaccinated. Dude, pay me a thousand dollars and I will let you take me to the, my my doctor's appointment. P- people on Craigslist are willing to pay seniors That's... in honor of being their plus one. And Just like, go the... to your local old folks' home. Literally, that's literally what people are doing. But like, the you don't Boston... need to pay big money for a fancy online senior. There are plenty of seniors. <laughs> In your neighborhood with no one to take <laughs> the them to Boston, their vaccine appointment. The Boston chapter of the NAACP was like, hey, dudes, this is fucked up yeah. and um, really is really sh- is a really shitty policy for black people. Um, but the Boston Globe and the Metro section released um, basically how would different characters on TV shows get companion appointments? <laughs> Oh my goodness! And that is so very there's funny. there's one from Curb Your Enthusiasm, Friends, Golden Girls, Law and Order, SVU, Mad Men, Marvelous Miss Maisel, Seinfeld, The Office, The Queen's Gambit, which I haven't watched, and The Undoing. So, which one would you like to hear? Um, it's got to be Golden Girls, doesn't it? Golden Girls. Okay, I gotta find Golden Girls. Sophia discovers a hidden box of vaccines at the senior center and brings it home to the girls. A crisis of conscience strikes. Uh, Stanley Zborak suggests selling them at the Rusty Anchor as a packaged deal with his baked potato opener, but the ladies decline. In a heartbreaking (laughs) subplot, Blanche enrolls in an FDA trial for people under 18 and is expelled when her birth certificate reveals she was born in 1939. (laughs) (laughs) They're all very, very good. They're all really, really funny. The one for The Office is... They're all really, really good. Oh, God. Anyway. Um... We've been recording for like an hour. Do you want to read yeah. your your go check us out on Twitter at HYHTGN podcast and listen to Do You Speak Music and listen Nicole to Byer. Witch Hazel on Spotify. Um, listen to Spider on Spotify as well as Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer on Spotify. Um, and then yeah, um, tweet at us, send us a message on t- Twitter or tweet at us. Um, I am extending my shot of pickle juice offer another week because I thrive off of attention and I like pickles. Um, I was watching. No, Kat, we got to. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Let me check our email real quick. We got to keep it on the podcast. Keep it snappy. Uh, Tweet at us. Email real quick. HYHTGN podcast or email us at HYHTGN podcast at gmail.com. If you have a cool podcast and would like to pitch it to us, that's a new thing I'm going to do. Ooh. Send us an email at tangentsonly at gmail.com. Absolutely. Um, 
because we're trying to start a media company. Well, we started a media company, but... I don't know if it technically counts as a media company, <laughs> but... Fuck it. Um, really briefly... Um, oh, I wanted to... I'm going to just... We're, our new middle bit from now on is going to be re- uh, talking about other people's projects, people we respect, and then reading the, the headline of a single article without any context and not even talking about it. Are you ready? It's going to be... This is an exercise... You know what? It's an exercise in restraint. <laughs> it's an exercise in restraint. I was going to say self-control. Same thing. Got it. I'm going to look at my uh, my new ceramic cat's brocket. He is lovely and I love him very much because I can't have a real cat in my dorm room. Uh, this is also from NBC News by the Associated Press. Alaska woman using outhouse attacked by bear from below. No. That's it. That's it. Fuck. We can't even talk about it. Fuck. God. Oh, boy. Okay. Um. Holy shit. You're up. I'm up. What are we talking about, Sophia? I, I just c- couldn't possibly guess. I couldn't possibly imagine. Perseverance rover has successfully landed on Mars. Yes. Um, and, well, this article is from yeah, yesterday. Uh, it's from CNN. It's by Ashley Strickland from, yeah. So it hasn't been updated in a while. It's very long, so we're not going to read all of it. But um, we'll just sort of talk about perseverance, what it is, what it means, what it is, and what it does. Um, So for those of you who don't know, um, the NASA Perseverance rover safely landed on Mars after its um, 200 and 92.5 million mile journey from Earth. Fuck. The agency confirmed at 2, uh, sorry, at 3.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday that the rover had landed itself flawlessly, according to the mission team. Good for her. Them. Whatever. Percy, as the spacecraft is affectionately called at Mission Control which is adorable, sent back its first images of the landing site immediately after shutdown, which shows the rover's shadow on the surface of its landing site, Jezero Crater. Also, I would just like to say, my new favorite Twitter account is in fact the NASA Perseverance Mars rover. Ooh. (laughs) Have you seen its Twitter? I have not. First of all, I don't know how I feel about, like, the anthropomorphization, that I didn't say that right, but whatever, of robots, but I don't, we don't have, let's not talk about that. Um, But it tweeted, hello world, my first look at my forever home, and then tweeted a picture. (laughs) I just think it's really cute. That's so cute. I just think it is really cute. Um... It has been on this almost 300 million mile journey um, from Earth for more than six, for almost, no, for more than six months. Um, Perseverance and her team's, oh, I guess, I guess the robot uses she, her pronouns. So we'll Mm. respect, as most ships, it's a ship. She's a, she's a, sorry. She's a ship. Um, Perseverance and her teams lived up to the namesake, overcoming challenges 
for preparing for the journeys, final stages during a pandemic. Fuck, man. Can you imagine trying to launch a rocket to Mars right now? Yeah. Um, Landing. Just, just briefly, can I can I say my my little opinion on the anthropomorphization of space, like rockets and robots and stuff? Go for it, my guy. I think it is the cutest and purest thing that humans do. Good. Okay. We, uh, there's like. There's a pretty well-known poem about how we we sent things to explore the skies, and we named them curiosity and opportunity. Are you familiar with this poem? Mm-hmm. It every time without fail makes me cry because I there's just... something very like. For instance, you just said you just uh, reflected lovingly on your ceramic cat and how he keeps you company. He's very cute. He like peeks over the very top of my computer and I love him very much. And that's much. very wonderful and beautiful and human of us. Um, I'm sorry. Every time I think about how the fact that Curiosity sings happy birthday to itself every Because year, scientists programmed it to do that because they were afraid it was going to get lonely because they were sad that nobody was going to be able to sing happy birthday to it. So they decided to teach it to sing happy birthday to itself. Cat. Humans when I think about that, it does make me cry. Not bad. Yeah. Um, when I sometimes when I think about that, it does make me cry a little bit. It's just it's so there's cute. something so beautiful and wonderful about us pack bonding with in- inanimate objects, you know? Yes. Um so the landing is one of the most pivotal moments for NASA. The United States and space exploration globally. We, when we, when we know we are on the cusp of discovery and shaping our, and sharpening our pencils. Wait, and sharpening our pencils, so to speak, to rewrite textbooks. Sometimes you got to finish the sentence. Um, said acting NASA director Steve. <laughs> uh oh. Steve something. Steve Jurzyski. J U R C Z Y K. Jurzyski. The Mars 2020 Perseverance mission embodies our nation's spirit. Persevering, even in the most challenging situations, inspiring and advancing science and exploration. The mission itself personifies the human ideal of persevering towards the future and will help us prepare for the human exploration of the red planet in the 2030s. I didn't know that was happening. Qua? I guess maybe they're planning on trips to mars in the 2030s hope fucking elon musk doesn't get there first i fucking hate elon musk mood say what you will about jeff bezos and that i hate him too and he sucks as well but i think jeff bezos is not jeff bezos isn't a literal child I mean, technically, neither of them are literal children. If they were literally children, they would be forgivable. Yes. Jeff Bezos is not a a, a man-baby child. 
Elon yeah. Musk, I don't think, has a single redeemable feature about him. Elon Musk, when asked about how he was going to make his Mars mission work, basically just said, I've invented this new thing called slavery. Yep. Yep. God, I hate him. He's His newest, the newest Tesla model is, um, do you know how much it costs? I do not. Four hundred and four hundred and twenty thousand four hundred it's four twenty sixty nine. <sighs> That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. A man baby. That was me face palming into my microphone and we couldn't tell what the, that strange sound was. He's the at least Jeff Bezos displays some level of maturity. Occasionally. <laughs> They Maybe. Suck. Anyway, I they both, I both And hate- they don't deserve. Well, they don't deserve. They deserve the guillotine. Or to. They, or they to deserve be to in have the only remaining all- prison in America. They deserve to have all of their money taken away with taxes. I can't wait until they go to hell and have to work minimum wage to earn all of the wealth that they had on Earth. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Have you seen that? Mm hmm. Anyway, anyway, Joe, President Joe Biden um, called called the uh, what is his title? The acting NASA administrator. That's what I'm just going to call him. Mm-hmm. Um, and said, "This is the most Joe Biden thing I've ever heard in my entire fucking life." He said, "Congratulations, man." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I know we need to hold Joe Biden accountable for the things he, he does. Is... Oh, and, absolutely. And the fact that he was like, I'm going to close the fucking Keystone Pipeline and then sign permits for offshore drilling. Fuck you. Like, disgusting. But Listen. the fact that he, the fact that he's like, congratulations, man. I just think that's, um, I just think that's Joe the Biden funniest fucking thing. He is very much an employee of the people and deserves to be held accountable for his actions but he's also a grandpa yeah and he he has big grandpa energy but the kind of grandpa energy where when he where you have to carry around like one of those water bottles and spritz him with cold water because he accidentally misgenders your friends yeah you know yeah, I never he, did that to my grandpa because he never met any of my friends. But I imagine if he had, I would co- carry around a cold, cold spritzer, yeah, just in case he misgendered my friends. I just feel like with Joe Biden, if you shout at him, he'll be like, "Oh, okay, I get it. Okay, like if you shouted at Trump, he would just get worse. But if you shout at Joe Biden, he's like." I'll take it into consideration, and then he'll be like, Jill, I did something wrong. Can you explain it to me? Joe, Joe will go. The thing about Joe Biden versus Donald Trump is they're not, neither of them <laughs> Joe, are, Joe Biden listens to his wife. Well, I was going to say neither of them are brilliant, but Joe Biden knows to talk to people smarter than him in order to make decisions. Yeah. Um, Biden also tweeted, you know what's also nice to hear? A tweet followed by something intelligent. Hearing okay. pr- the president tweeted and then not and having terrible, a terrible thing. He also tweeted, congratulations to NASA and everyone whose hard work made Perseverance's historic landing possible. Today proved that once again, 
Today proved once again that with the power of science and American ingenuity, nothing is beyond the realm of possibility. That's beautiful. A coherent tweet that makes sense that was only bungled by my dyslexia. Remember? No, we don't need to. No, let's not reflect. (sighs) There are lights at the ends of tunnels. Things are not great. Things will not be perfect without a lot of hard work, but things are getting better. I, yes. Yes. I mean, for instance, Rush Limbaugh died. If he was so pro-life, why'd he die? Why'd he die? (laughs) Shout out to whoever invented the claims to be pro-life dies anyway meme. I don't know who did. But Which I, I believe was originally, it was originally used to refer to Scalia, but we're getting so much mileage out of it, and God. I appreciate that. I don't want to. I don't want to outright say it was probably Black Twitter, but it was probably Black Twitter. I don't want to credit most of the very good jokes that I don't want to credit all of it, but like so much of our content that people have adopted into their vernacular comes from the black community (laughs) yeah it was probably black twitter and we just don't know but if i had to put money on it it's definitely twitter oh by the way if you were wondering about ebdb i did look into it oh Um, here's our and apparently it's just a really really old meme wait cat can you put in Oh, it's too late. I was going to say, before you talk about EBDB, you could put in like a news update, like a do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Here's your EBDB update. The the only news thing I have is the one that I made, um, and I don't want to overuse that one. That's fair. Um, Humanity's love affair with Mars is an enduring one full of wonder about the possibility of life on the mysterious neighboring planet. This historic mission can search for evidence that could bring us the answer. Perseverance is full of first. The search for signs of ancient life on Mars. The first helicopter fly on another planet. The first recordings of sound on the red planet. Ooh, I forgot there was a sound thing on it. The most sophisticated rover NASA has ever built to date has packed has a packed agenda for the next few years. The rover will explore the Jezera Crater, the site of an ancient lake that existed 3.9 billion years ago. That's a long time ago. I was dead. Nope. The other way around. <laughs> <laughs> My brain just was like, wait, 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 wait. The other way around. Uh, and search for micro... What is the opposite of I was dead? Is that not I was alive? No, I I didn't say... I, I said the other way around is in, like, reverse the t- timeline. Anyway. So so what you're saying is that you weren't born yet? Yeah. Okay. Just, just making sure that you're not secretly an immortal. No comment. <laughs> um, I wouldn't out you on our podcast. Thank you. I appreciate that. Also, you would know at this point. <laughs> Been friends for so long, and I would have brought I you. I would in have to- noticed if you hadn't aged. <laughs> I would have brought you into my immortality. Aww. It would have been lonely. I need a friend. You're probably one of my oldest. 
for one of my oldest friends. Aw. Perseverance. Anyway. Um, so look at her. Baby. She baby. That she it baby. was Elizabeth Ann again. Yeah, I'm she baby. I'm obsessed with this. Um, so it's ferret. going to search for microfossils in the rocks and soil. This is going to make me want to rewatch The Martian. Oh my god, I that love that movie. That movie is so good. Um, follow-up missions will return samples of this site, uh, of, uh, of this site collected by Perseverance to Earth by the 2030s. <gasps> there is gonna, fuck, there is gonna be manned missions to Mars in the 2030s. Ooh. That's so, <laughs> what if I go to space? That's not gonna you happen. To probably change majors yesterday. Okay. Okay, here's the thing. Okay. Um, I have wanted to work for NASA for such a long time. And right now I'm working in with, like, geoprocessing stuff. I realized I could still work for My brain was like, God, I'd have to be really good at, like, physics and stuff. I don't have to. Yeah, you could be the Martian. No. I don't. First of all, is that not what you do? <laughs> n- no, but I could do I could do the I c- could do something else. I could do stuff with satellites. And like mapping and stuff like that. I could do that. I could be Sorry, the person I, I could be I the f- person who figured out that Mark Watney was in fact still alive on Mars. Hell that yeah. could be my job. I could do that. I could be what was her name? Mindy Park. Yeah, I think so. Damn, I'm good. Also, that book, one of the only books I've actually read and not listened to because it was such an easy, good fucking read. Have you read Artemis? I have not. I liked that one. Not as much as The Martian, but I did really like it. Okay. Along for the ride with Perseverance is an experiment to fly a helicopter on Mars called Ingenuity. Another first for the planet because of today's exciting oh fuck cat we forgot to talk about our sponsor oh our sponsor this week is water um Um, not the water that is that they found on mars but not water found on mars but the water from earth drink it (laughs) water drink it (laughs) you gotta stop doing that I'm trying to make water noises. Mm. I can make water noises. That sounds way closer to wind. (laughs) Because of today's exciting events, the first pristine samples from carefully documented locations on another planet are another step closer to being returned to Earth, said Thomas Zerbershron, Associate Administrator for NASA's Science Mission Directorate. Perseverance is the first step to bringing back rock and regolith Sure, from Mars. We don't know 
what these pristine samples from Mars will tell us, but what they could tell us is monumental. Nice. Oh, okay. I, mean, I was just trying to work through that sentence and what it meant. Um, including that life might have once existed beyond Earth. Fuck, that'd be so fucking cool. Um, during a post-landing interview, no, during a post-landing news conference, Zabershin let people in on a moment that usually, that he usually spends alone, ripping up the contingency plan NASA prepares in case the landing isn't successful. We do it every time we launch or do a landing. We got, we get two plans. One plan, one is the plan we do want, and one is the second plan, he said, before happily tearing the plans in two. Zabershan, I'm going to say this name different every single time. Zabershan also shared that despite the fact that many of those on Perseverance's team couldn't be on site at NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab due to COVID social distancing protocols, it was the first time many of those in mission control had been together in the same room in a long time. Now that the rover has landed, the mission truly begins. There is something special about the first few days because we have just landed a representative of the planet Earth on a place. This is going to make me cry. Hell yeah. On a place on Mars that no one has ever been to, said Mike Watkins, the director of Jet Propulsion Labs. Mars will be Mars will be visible next to the moon in the night sky Thursday evening, so be sure to look up and wave to our newest robotic explorer. Wait, did you say that his name is... M Mike Watkins. <laughs> Not to be confused with Mark Watney. No. Sorry, I just... Mars will be visible next to the moon in the night sky on Thursday evening, so be sure to look up and wave to our newest robotic explorer. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Hang on. I'm wait. Manned missions to Mars. Wait. I had no idea there was gonna be manned mission to Mars. I know they're taking blo blokes to the moon. Um, taking blokes to the moon. Sorry, did if you, you know what I mean? Did you hear about there was some? I don't remember if it was actually true because I didn't take the time to look it up. But, um, fuck, um, it was something about, um, it it was something about like. <laughs> There's something about how the first manned mission to Mars is going to only include women to eliminate the possibility of, like, sex and, or something. Oh, yeah. That's, like, an old meme, I, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was old. But, um, um, and then, but the, I, I will say that when that was a thing that they were thinking about doing, it wasn't to prevent sex, it was to prevent pregnancy. Oh, Okay. That the the headline said sex, but the article said pregnancy, which right. is why you should always read the whole article. Thank you. Yeah, read the whole thing. Here's something from SpaceX where they're talking about going to Mars. 
and coming back, not settling on Mars. I do think SpaceX is doing interesting things. I just wish Elon Musk wasn't fucking in charge of it. Yeah. I, though I will say, like, I don't know. When, when you get into private science, it gets complicated and messy and bad. Yes. I think SpaceX partnering with NASA is not a bad yeah. thing. But SpaceX Definitely. independently on its own, I'm a little more... I don't like it as much. I just think capitalism and science should be separated. <laughs> that's that's the moral behind every single sci-fi movie ever. Literally. It's yeah. Like keep progress keep scientific progress and capitalism far away from one another. I just uh, <sighs> Elon Musk is already guilty of so many moral abuses. F- dead stop. Yeah. Anyway, that's not... Anyway, g- perseverance. Anyway, perseverance. Big rocket. It's just... Very good robot. Very good robot. I want to work for NASA! I will I will work for NASA. Do, do you it. think do you think you need to know like math and physics to work for NASA? Probably not. They got a lot of departments, don't they? Education requirements. What does a Na- but I don't want to be a NASA I guess technically I would be a NASA scientist, but I'm I'm looking specifically in their like geo processing stuff their NASA geoprocessing because that's what I would do. I I don't know why you would need to. They've got other people who know. There are plenty of people who know physics <laughs> at NASA. They wouldn't come to me and be like, hey, we need you to land a rocket on <laughs> the Mars. The Mars. This is why they wouldn't. Um, anyway. I fucking love science and I love space and um I don't I feel like I don't haven't talked about how much I fucking my in my top 10 list of movies easily within probably not my top 5 um I don't know if we've talked about our top 5 list but easily within my top 10 mm-hmm. bottom 5 top 10 though are mm. Hidden Figures. Ooh, I love that movie. And The Martian. Very different movies, but both about space. Um, but I fuck so hard with those movies. I have... Oh, God. Hidden Figures is a movie that is so good every single time I watch it. I will never not watch Hidden Figures. I that's a movie I have we to add. We should watch it. We should do a movie night and we should watch The Martian and Hidden Figures. That I have to add to my Letterboxd list. I have a list on Letterboxd. You can go follow me on Letterboxd of um movies that I'll watch. What is it called? It's it's movies that I'll watch if they're on in a good way. So it's they're they're the movies that hmm. if they pop up they're on. The Martian is already on there. Um Anyway, um, fuck J.K. Rowling. Anyway, what so if he just... Perseverance. What if, wait, wait, wait. I think it'd just be really, really funny. If, 
think it'd just be really funny if we had just been talking about perseverance up to this point. You cut out a whole bunch of stuff, and then you just me saying "fuck J.K. Rowling." Okay. Just some edit. Just some notes. Yeah. Anyway, so you've heard the uh, good news but about perseverance. Pers- you've are heard we the- are we done talking about perseverance? I th- I mean, there's more to this article about talking about like the landing and and other stuff, but like- I would highly encourage all of our listeners to like follow not wait i have a quick perseverance I, on twitter but check out perseverance uh learn uh look into if you're interested look into the people who helped make perseverance possible and just like look up at the sky and think about, think about how Mars. cool it is that people that we keep launching metal friends into space and giving them personalities and love and affection anyway yeah i was gonna bring up something else but then i decided not to and instead i'll just very quickly say um if you can help out in texas in any way um do so if you are in texas and can somehow listen to this um phones yeah um try to stay warm if you haven't already gotten um into like one room do that yeah um if you were able to listen to this i would highly recommend there are lots and lots of people online right now making guides for people in texas on how they can keep themselves and their pets warm as well as like you know take care of themselves right now yeah absolutely but um if you are able to donate in any way to Groups that are helping out, get blankets, food, water, anything to people in Texas, um, do that. Um, and if you're Ted Cruz and you're listening to this, fuck you. Hey, hey, Ted Cruz, please come on the podcast in person. Come to my apartment to be on our podcast. You don't need to bring, will, like, security or your own equipment my, or anything. I will break You can just quarantine. come to my apartment and be on our podcast. I will break my quarantine on my campus. I will break my 10-mile radius that I have, drive down to your apartment, and personally... Hang out with Ted Cruz. Say hello. Yeah. We'll just hang out and have him on the podcast. And I'll drink tea. Not kill him. With Ted Cruz. Um, yeah. So... You have you heard the have good news. Heard the good news. Quick reminder, go listen to Nicole Byer's uh, podcast, Why Won't You Date Me. Go listen to Do You Speak Music. Go stream Witch Hazel's music on Spotify. Go stream Spider's song, Water Sign. Um, Follow us on Twitter. Uh, Go leave a review for us on iTunes. Giving you a lot of homework. Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, Donate to help out in Texas if you can. You have heard the good news about... Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. He's dead. He's dead. Fuck that guy. Um, um, he's dead. Um, you've also heard the good news about... Ferrets. Ferret cloning. Ah, oh, she's so cute. Um, you've heard the... You've heard something about a woman in Alaska. <laughs> what was your thing for the middle bit? Did I have something for the middle? You bit? said something. We talked about something. Uh oh. 
whatever the middle bit was. Uh, um, um, and you heard the good news about perseverance. Perseverance. Think about Mars. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Good night and good news. I have been Sophia. I oh, have been Kat. Fuck, fuck dear. Fuck dear. <laughs> I'm going to, you know what? You know what? I'm going to double down. I'm going to double down. <laughs> fuck dear. <laughs> fuck dear. Don't. I've been, don't, don't, don't. Don't fuck dear, but I hate those guys. Um, I have Jeez. been Cat slash Dylan. You have heard the good news. Good night and good news. I have been Sophia. Um, I'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>